You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. Hey, you guys, this is Nikki Trends from Bubble Bath Stories, and I bet you're always wondering, how are we able to come up with stories for our show? We have a little secret weapon, Flipboard.com. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. So get started now at Flipboard.com. And the award for best podcast goes to... Oh my god, I'm so nervous. Who's it going to be? Rip. Bubble Masters. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. We got it. We got it. First time nomination... A first time winning. Oh my god, this is so great. That's just in case you didn't know, the Oscars are this Sunday, so. Yeah, it's this Sunday, and if you're listening to it and it's already Sunday, make sure to tune in. We won't be watching it, because it's all just so terribly long. Yeah, right. Um, what's going on, you guys? How what, are you? What's up? I hope everybody survived Valentine's Day. I know, and if you didn't, it's fine. There's always next year. <laughs> so, just to jump into it, because so much has happened, we need to talk about this Jesse Smollett situation that's happening. Yeah, what are we, like, two weeks, three weeks into it? And so much has developed over it. I mean... I'm actually really happy we didn't start talking about this right away. Actually, I take that back. I feel like a dumbass because I did post something on our uh, social media pages. But listen to this. This guy is not a big time actor. Like, if people know him, they only know him from Empire. And that's only if you watch the show. So the initial reaction was... Has he been on all the seasons? Yes, he's the main character. He's been on all the seasons. I haven't watched it. I'm just wondering. But he's, yeah, like, this is what I'm saying. If you've never seen the show, you have no idea who the hell this guy is. However, the fact that it happened was just so, like, like, oh, my God. Like, who would do that to him? Because he's, in my mind, because he's not, like, this big, huge superstar. Yeah. For me, the attack was, like, oh, my God, who would attack him? Why would you attack him? This isn't, like... Well, I mean, the initial story, the way it was being given out, it kind of fed into... Oh my it kind of pretty much fed into what people wanted to hear. Yeah, the, the whole magma. It was just the perfect storm. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, it finally happened. Yeah, these magma people are out of control. <laughs> yeah, and man. And so you put that up? She put that up on I our page. I did. I but you feel know, like a jackass. And, and you can't help but reflect on how it's kind of kind of like other situations because i'll admit when the thing happened with those kids in the capital where they were where they were chanting against the american before i found out the whole story i also said something before i should have so i just want to say something about that so i was obviously we were doing research on the stories making sure we got all the facts and i was watching this video and i think you saw it too about trevor noah because he does these little these between this yeah. between the commercial snippets, and he said something really interesting, which I actually agree with. He basically said that they it, we people were too enthusiastic to jump on stories that show our biases. Yes, I, I remember him saying that. Then he also said, um, "There's this increasing willingness to believe any story or anything about a Trump supporter or white people," which is what ha- even though Jesse did never said it was a white guy. He said it was pale. Uh, uh, but he never said anything about magma hats. He just stated that the people were like this magma it, yeah. country. But I agree with him. 
And it turned out that it was two black guys who were actually are suspects in the case if you look at the camera footage yeah i mean it's it's kind of funny the way trevor noah even ended it he said look there's one there's one of two ways it's gonna end either those two guys are gonna go to jail or he's gonna have to admit that he and hired not them. and not just like jail for assault like a, a hate, hate crime. crime and they're black dang a hate crime that's federal man yeah i mean they're i mean so from what i hear they are building a case against them right now too so the most breaking news as of yes. three hours Yeah, ago, as of today. Jesse Smollett is now officially a suspect in his case. In, in his own case. In his own case for orchestrating this attack. A false police report, yeah. So basically, if you've been living under a rock, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, go through the point by point, because I'm a little curious myself. Because all I've gotten into is once he... I've, found out that he's his own suspect <laughs> so jesse Smollett on the january 22nd he's that's when um that's when the attack happened okay but a week prior to that he had gotten a letter with <laughs> i i'm not laughing at the situation i'm just laughing at a little this particular point it wasn't a handwritten letter all the letters were cut out kind of like a serial killer kind of thing with a stick figure that was had very, a noose around its neck. Very cruelly drawn. Yeah, it wasn't like a masterpiece or anything. It was very, like a three-year-old did it. Yeah. So he got this letter, and there was, sub, there was a white powder substance, and the envelope turned out to be aspirin. So January 29th, they op- the Chicago police opened up um, an official hate crime investigation after Smollett 36 says he was attacked near his Chicago apartment. He said, you know, they were saying racial and homophobic slurs, and um, they poured, yeah, and they had, um, they poured an unknown chemical substance on him and wrapped a noose around his neck. Now, when he did his interview with, I think it was Good Morning America, yeah, he said that the reason that he kept that on, the reason that he kept his appearance, that he said was that he wanted police to visually see what happened so that they know that he wasn't exaggerating and that this happened, that they put a noose around his neck and all this stuff happened. Yeah. And then it also came out that his his uh, creative director was on the phone the whole time that this is happening, that the attack was happening. Okay, an accomplice. <laughs> well, I don't... He was in Australia. He can't be an accomplice. Not an accomplice, but... He can't. I mean... Anyways, no. we'll find out what what he knew, I guess. Um. So, January 30th, they release a photo of two persons of interest. February 1st... Um. It comes out that there's some skepticism about the story and how um, it just things weren't adding up. And Smollett basically said, despite my frustrations and deep concern with certain inaccuracies and misrepresentations that have been spread, I still believe that justice will be served. February 2nd. Smollett makes his first uh, public appearance since reporting the incident to a sold-out concert in West Hollywood, California. So here's the other thing. So this whole thing about him orchestrating this, they're saying, was based on that Fox was an empire were basically cutting his scenes. Like he was no longer going to be a main priority of the show. However, Fox basically said that's not the case to support our, you know, we support him 100%. Then there was reports that I guess in these recent episodes of Empire, since the attack, since the doubt of the attack, his scenes have been cut drastically. 
<laughs> but here's the thing. We don't work on the show. We don't know if it's because of this. We don't know if it's because of the Internal actual... Things? Right, of the, just the storyline. Yeah. He's just not a part of it. We don't know the logistics of the situation. So we'll give Fox the benefit of the doubt. Chicago 4... Um, Chicago 4th. February 4th. <laughs> Um, (laughs) they're basically saying that it was um they were basically just going over what the attackers were wearing and they're just saying that you know they believe that these are the people of interest see before you keep going i'm curious i'm very excited uh, (laughs) because i'm wondering when you're gonna get to the part where it Oh, it's getting... Where it went from a couple pale guys to two Nigerians. Well, because there was camera footage. Okay. So then it turns out, you know, they take... Okay. Well, let's go in order. How did they go from white to black? That's what I'm wondering. So apparently he never said they were white. He said in his interview with Robin, he basically said he gave a body description. That he didn't see their face because it was winter in Chicago. And they were wearing ski masks. And so he didn't really get any facial recognition. He just said... Yeah, a body he just said, "Oh, this is what their shapes." But because he said it was, they kept saying magma, magma, magma. They that he assumed they were white. I mean, he didn't say anything, but I think. But the story were, leads you to assume right. you were dealing with a couple of white people. Exactly. So February fourteenth, he does the Good Morning America thing, and he. I watched the interview. It was a little weird. There was some part. It, it's he, there were some parts where he was laughing and then crying. It, it was like a little all over the it place. It started and then it ended. Like whoa, where are you going with this? Yeah. So like he basically, I thought this was, <laughs> this was kind of crazy. He said that if, if he would have said Muslim or Mexican, doubters, the doubters would have believed, been more inclined to believe him. He said they, he never said the men were wearing magma hats. His uh, manager, his creative director was on the phone while during the whole attack. And then he also said that he was happy to report it. But he also is trying to basically, I don't want to say badmouth the Chicago police, but basically trying to discredit them because their Chicago's police are um, corrupt. So he's... So there's this whole thing that he's saying that the police don't believe him and they're not taking it serious because they're, you know, all the racism and everything that's happening in Chicago. But somebody made a really good point, and I think it might have been Charlemagne the God from The Breakfast Club, where he's basically saying that, yes, the Chicago police are corrupt, but within themselves. Yeah. This case doesn't serve them any good to not. Um, Trevor Noah was mentioning that. That yeah. yes, police departments all over the country are corrupt in right. some places. But it's to further their own cause. It's not like they're picking out of some actor that nobody really Exactly. Get, yo, I'm gonna tell you, I watch movies a lot and I had to find out who this guy was. I just don't watch Empire. But the cops, nobody's going after an actor like this who who's getting almost done with his career apparently see here's the thing with me is like i was watching that good morning america interview Mm -hmm. and i really felt like at the beginning like okay okay let me give him a chance let me listen and then he just flipped and when those things you're saying that he said when he started mentioning if i would have said this if i would have said that it's almost like he's and he was really emphasizing on the part where i had to keep all my attacked clothes on like, he's trying to compare himself to a rape victim. Well, he does, in the interview, which I thought was 
interesting. In his interview with Good Morning America, he basically, he is saying that, you know, um, he was victimized because of how hard he goes against 45 and his administration. He's threatened all the time on Twitter and social media because he's an outspoken public figure. And he said, in you know, he wants this to be a lesson for the LGBT community or anybody who feels, um, you know, like they have to fight back. It is important that they fight back. He wants them to see that he fought back and that the accused, the people who were attacking him ran away. But he doesn't advocate violence. He's basically just saying you have to fight back. Listen, I'm... He also said in the interview, quote, you do such a disservice when you lie about something like this. He said he talked to a friend about the situation. His friend said, sweetie, they're not going to find them. And that's when he starts crying. Trying, like, And so here's the thing. Like, at this point, I mean, we, we know, right? We know it's fishy enough to where he's lying. Well. Is that what we know now? I mean, it's just so all over the place at this point. Like. Like, it does feel like an episode because of fucking Empire. It, it almost feels like we're going to hear about this in an episode of Law and Order later. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. names changed and such. Yeah, so so he'll get, he'll get his notoriety later. <laughs> I mean, this is just... Okay, so we also found out in the past that he was pulled over for a DUI and that he used his brother's name. So... He didn't use his own name, which is like fucked... First of all, fucked up that you did this to your brother... Even more fucked up that you did it, and then you did this, and now your whole fucking career is over. So, do you know about this guy? What, like, is he? He's an activist. Then he's an activist. He was in like, um, like I said, his family is. You know, they're all actors. His but, sister is known for playing the best friend on um, Full House, and she's done a bunch of stuff. Um, but Michelle's best friend. Yeah. That's his sister? You didn't know that. <gasps> that girl is so awesome. I feel so bad for her. Warrior ne- well, all his siblings are standing by him. They're saying really? that it's the media's fault. Like, so the they're saying there's this. definitely from his side of the story, they're still, they're sticking to the story. I got attacked because I was gay. He And no- a, Trump support, a Trump not supporter. Not a Trump supporter. Yeah. So it's one of the two things. Yeah. Because it's a hate crime that's going to go down. You can't get a hate crime for not supporting Trump. Yeah. So it's got to be the gay thing. So he's sticking to the story that these two Nigerian guys came up to him in the middle of the night at a subway. I thought, by the way, they meant... I... A subway. I didn't know subways was open 24 hours. A subway (laughs) got attacked, screaming out MAGA... Threw bleach on him. And nobody saw it. Threw a noose over his neck. That's the story they're sticking to. Yeah. I mean, that is the story that they're sticking to. I mean, I've heard crazier stories. Well, that is the story that they're sticking to. His family's very on much on his side. They're blaming the media. Um, And it's like, even Cardi B, she said she, you know, wrote a post about this basically saying she feels like he fucked up Black History Month. and And she even said, she goes... The Chicago police, she was basically saying that she was talking to somebody and they were saying that the Chicago police are racist and that they're possibly framing him. But what's the reason to? Framing for what? Like, what's the end game in framing somebody on Empire? And then she went on to say that this is giving Donald Trump immunity to laugh at niggas and shit, which is true. Like, if he did orchestrate this, you are setting back so many movements that are, like, you're just setting shit back. Like, I can see... 
somebody like Colin Kaepernick getting framed for something. I can't see some. I can see Terrence Howard getting framed for something. <laughs> I mean, and I because frame. we know who Terrence Howard is at least. Right. So, yeah. I mean, and it's fucked up to say, but I feel and like the bigger the star, the more, the more invested you're in, in the story. But you also have more to lose, so you would hope that somebody in that magnitude wouldn't do that. Let but me when ask you, you, somebody who's not as big of a star, okay, you're like, oh my god, how, you're immediately immune to like believe them because you're like, who would go after? Why this would man? you do this? Yeah, like, oh my god, why would you go after this it, kid? So what part? you're saying is more the intrigue of like we want to know. Listen, it's the story we want to know. I mean, gun to the head. Out of everything you've been researching. You really think somebody did this, or you think he's straight up lying? I mean, and if my he's, first what's the re- reason to you right, know? exactly the first reaction is to believe it. But as these stories are coming out, I'm like, yo, yeah, no, doesn't make any that doesn't make any sense. You got the guys that are coming, the, the two guys that are accused, by the way, um, Ola, Ola, and Abdel, um, a- Abdel, Abel. Okay. I can't. Again, uh, these are again uh, guys who are screaming out MAGA, apparently. <laughs> Ola and Abel Asandario. Asandrio. So they're Nigerian wow. descent, but they're wow. American citizens. Yes. And one of the brothers was an extra on the show, and another one, I guess, was his trainer. But now Jesse's saying, I'm not, like, we're not cool like that. We're not friends or anything like that. But they found all the evidence that they needed in these guys' apartments. These guys are basically saying that he they're admitting paid, to it, right? Yeah, that he paid them that he paid them to attack them. So if he if they if they prove that he lied about the police report, are they liable for anything for getting paid to attack and Yes. You're paid you're um hired to kill, basically. Okay. Hired assault. Like if you hired somebody to, to stage kill me an attack though? Well, yeah, it's the same thing. You're falsifying reports. Okay. These guys were getting paid, so they were in on it. The only thing that they have a shot at is immunity and some time off because they're going against him. But they have to prove all that stuff. He didn't want to give... The police wanted his phone... He didn't want to give his phone he up. He didn't want to yeah. give his phone up. Which which nobody would. Nobody would, you know? He was basically saying that I, would, I didn't want to give him my phone because I have very important contacts in there. And it's music a personal notes. thing, you know? I didn't know what was going to be on there. But then when they asked for his phone records, they the police were basically saying it was so heavily redacted and it was so limited information that you can't even... You, it's not like, helping his case. Like, he gave him a box of shredded paper, basically. Exactly. Something like that is hurting your case. It's not helping you at all. Now, here's the thing. Like, I mean... So he's a gay guy who doesn't support Trump. And what? That's like the cool thing right now, right? Not supporting Trump. And if he's trying to use a platform that he has that, to for that, I get it. I totally get it if you have a platform and you're using that to voice something like a wrong and you want to help write it. I get that because it's something Brie Larson's doing right now. It's something that we're going to get into in a second. But if you're lying... To get the attention in order to get a bigger platform, nobody's going to care about what you're really Nothing. trying to say. All we want to see is see you go down now. And you're feeding into all the all the negative you parts You are of becoming it. the people that you are advocating and against. And staging it. There's plenty of real stuff going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, you didn't, yeah. There's plenty of real people getting actually attacked by radicals. I mean... 
even Al Sharpton is saying that if he it lied about this, he should face accountability to the fullest if if he is lying. And then he even went on to say President Trump called this horrible and he's certainly not a left winger. Yeah. So it's kind of like if you did this to make a point and to say, oh, look what having Trump in office is doing to America, you fucked up and you did it the absolute worst way you could. And you're killing your career and potentially your fan, like any family member that's in the business. But take yourself out of that for a second because what you're also doing is ruining the movement. Ruining the movement, you're giving, pe- you're giving people... Um, the next attack, nobody's going to believe. Yeah, that's what you're doing. It's like... Um, what is it? We cry wolf. He's crying wolf. He's crying wolf, yeah. Which is dangerous. Very. I'm between this and all that Chloe Tristan Jordan drama. Uh, I should be a detective. I feel like I've been surfing the internet so hard. <laughs> we're gonna get you a buzzer, so, and we're gonna and see if we can get you to BS buzz people. Oh my god! Like I you love hear it. that? Bzzz, I, I call BS. When we decided to do a podcast, we were so amped. Then we started doing some research, and boy, were we overwhelmed. A million different host websites, which mic, when the hell would I have time to learn an editing software? Then, boom, we found Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. And best of all, it is free. We literally use everything the site has to offer. From intro music, to distribution, to even making money from sponsorships. So, don't get discouraged. Go to anchor.fm slash start and start that podcast you always wanted to. Well, what's not BS is Brie Larson does not hate white males. <laughs> white dudes. White dudes. And they're more than free to go see fucking Captain Marvel coming out March 8th. I mean, everybody's free to go see Captain Marvel coming out March 8th. Everybody's also free to listen to my review on that later. Into the Marvel. Anyways, um, but see, the thing is... Well, let's talk a little bit about... What's going on with this? Yeah. Okay, so the movie's coming out. Uh, it's got a slate of over $100 million that oh they God. think they're going to make. Um... There's a lot of buzz going on on the Twitterverse because of the comments that she's been saying. Um, a lot of uh, comparing to the whole Star Wars failure that happened. <laughs> Which I don't even know how the two... Well, I mean, I'll explain it shortly. It's basically uh, a lot of people think that doing using your notoriety for these social justice platforms is kind of ruining the franchises that we grew up watching so right now before before a lot of this happened in the last few weeks last few months captain marvel was slated to come out 160 million over at least right close to 200 million we see that happening right a couple weeks later oh great 120 million over probably over 160 million still now that the actual screenings have been done oh yeah 100 million or more definitely definitely and so that's not really, let me tell you, that's not really going to change anything because people are going to go watch the movie. But the actual Twitterverse where people are like really going against the stuff that she's saying because she had an award for women in film where she was mentioning where we were talking about the white dudes where she doesn't, where she wants to advocate for more, uh, more diversity in the critics. And 
I don't know why that's relevant to what money the movie that you're in is going to make. I will tell you why. Tell me. So these actors have to go on press junkets. And if you see... So Captain Marvel is actually the first female lead movie in the Marvel series. Am I mistaken to say that? In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yes. But there was also Elektra before that. Oh my god. Ew. It was a Marvel movie. Ew. Oh, I, that doesn't even count. I don't okay. even care what you say about it. All that right. doesn't even count. Okay. We're so, talking about okay. in the Avengers in the Avengers world. Okay. In the Avengers world, Captain Marvel, very important female figure for the movie franchise, for all the Avengers, all the other superheroes. Alright. So the fact that she's getting her own movie, super big deal. All right. I think where it comes from is when you do these press junkets, especially, and I have noticed, especially these superhero movies, you have these huge casts where it's like three dudes, two dudes, and one of the ladies. Yeah. And they're being interviewed by whoever the fuck is, whatever the journalist is, which is usually a white dude. Yeah. And they ask the most dumbass fucking questions to the females. Like, how was it fitting in that suit? Well, how the fuck do you think it was to be in a super tight fucking suit for 12 hours? Or they ask super irrelevant questions that are, that you would never fucking ask to one of the male actors. So as, which even if it's a female journal, that's fucked up. Like you're not fucking doing your homework. And that's lazy. As a female who is the lead of the movie, and it's like Wonder Woman. Basically, if you think about it, like, it was very woman-driven. Yes. She wants it to be like this. So she wants her press junkets to be more diverse in the in gender and in color. Okay. So for all the fucking teeny weenies that were going on Rotten Tomatoes to try to sabotage the fucking <laughs> reviews for some real dumb shit that they were in their feelings about is proof why she probably wants more female, more diversity when she's fucking doing these press junkets. But see, here's the thing. I am actually on neither side at this point. You're absolutely right. These teeny weenies who are, like, complaining about the stuff. She doesn't want she, any men in <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, honestly, like, I, I say it as a joke, but, like, these people who are saying all that stuff is ridiculous, yeah, because whatever, if, if, if it's an opportunity... To bring more notoriety to females in films, I'm all about that because I loved Wonder Woman. I totally Amazing. loved it. it was so good. You know, I got a niece. I want her to be to grow up and you know, having having someone to look up to as far as like I can do all this. I totally yeah. understand that. My problem is on her side making these. Oh, I don't want any of the white dudes here. Like not that. No, no, no. Not that she doesn't want any of them. That she. I understand. Everybody should be represented at the table. My thing is, is that Captain Marvel isn't a character that everybody knows. It's only those white dudes that know who she, who Captain Marvel is. Hold on. Now, the other thing, too, is that th- she's in a franchise that was built on these dudes who also let us all in. Other thing, you're in a Marvel movie. Marvel is already 100% inclusive in everything. They're more inclusive than DC. So you don't really have to prove that. And I totally understand that they shouldn't be asking them weird questions like, how does it feel being fit in that? I understand that's a stupid question to ask. They shouldn't be asking that. But there's a lot of critics out there and their platform is YouTube and all these other networks where they can actually do it independently. Why does she just invite and get some of these female independent like YouTube reviewers 
to come and do press junkets with them because on her own. Because if and I don't know if like what's actors, stopping her from asking us to review or you. Nothing stop. Here's the thing: when you're a part of big franchise like that, they already have everything settled for you. Okay. So it's not like she's calling Variety, like, "Hey, girl, like, I'm doing this movie. Come chat about it." The shit's already laid out. So then, how were they able to do that with Wonder Woman? You call specific people, and I think that's what she didn't say. I don't want wait to talk to this movie, guys. Yeah, I know. I you think said we that three different times that she did. She's first, not trying to say that. First of all. It's not just white dudes that are nerdy. I think it's pretty self-sufficient in 2019 to say that we're all fucking nerds. Oh, like, yeah. The nerd universe is very inclusive. Yeah. You'd be surprised who's a nerd for the comic books. Well, I mean, everybody. believe me, no nerd grew up getting stuffed in a locker to stuff other people in a locker. But what I'm saying is this. She may not have control to be like, I want this influencer to 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 review the movie and talk to me. She may not have that control to do that. Okay. But what she can request yeah. is that... There's more female journalists or critics that are talking to her during these press conferences. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. She she should be allowed to say that. She's totally. YouTube, all these free uh, influencers that will go see the movie for free and then yeah. talk for 20 minutes about all the things that was wrong with it, all the things that were right with it, how it affected... Like, that's what they're gonna talk about the fucking movie and then be done with it. I like, mean, to be honest, even the uh, the predictions of 120, 100, like none of that is even based on anything other than opinions from the person that's writing that it. Like, but what I'm saying is, know. like, what I'm saying is, if if they were able to do that with Wonder Woman, because I they wasn't just. It wasn't just Entertainment Weekly. They were calling them, having them interview but them, who, right? I don't it remember any... It had to be set up in some way. I don't remember it and being any situation where it was like Wonder Woman was only being interviewed by female people. I remember the cases where they had female-only showings of the movie. Yeah. But I don't remember her being like that. Look, Black Panther was a big move for, for black people. That was, that was what the whole thing was slated as. And what happened with the production and the stars they supported the whole thing of like sending kids to go see it they supported all these groups that were under that were doing all this you know yeah i i wait i don't see brie lars is she making appearances like that is she supporting like hey all these women all these little girls to go see is she supporting a, a local yeah but group? those but all those things that happened for black panther were individuals who took it upon themselves to do it. Okay. It was not the fucking actors who were doing it. So it was then, individuals who were raising money to close down theaters for underprivileged kids. It was not... The so, actors go to the hospitals and they go to the... And they do that. But that's... Okay, so then that's what it's going back to. But now end. that she's a prom... But before she wasn't a superhero. Okay. You're not a superhero until the movie comes out. Okay. Let's, like, be fucking honest. Yeah, Like, sure. nobody knows who the fuck she is. Yeah. Like, she's gonna walk into a kid hospital, they're not gonna know who the fuck she is. The movie comes out, the merchandise comes out all that shit comes out with her face she's gonna be everywhere just like all the other superheroes are so hold on so then because black panther do you think it was just the black movement that they were able to get groups outside of the production independent groups to do these things are you, say, are you talking about, like, the individuals who raise money? Yeah, like the churches or the Boys and Girls Club and stuff. Black Panther was so uh, pivotal in our culture because it was finally... Black Panther is not a 
quote unquote black movie. Okay. Like, you know, uh, fuck, uh, I can't think of any, like, The Brothers or um, movies like The Girls Trip, shit like that, that Hollywood deems as black movies. Black Panther was like a fucking universe. It's part of this huge franchise. Yeah. Nothing but black power star. I mean, fucking Angela. Like, everybody was in that movie. Of course, yeah. It was just so big in itself, and it it was just magical. So then and shouldn't so, she be working on making the fans the, bigger? But what I'm telling you is the actors had nothing to do with that. It was the people who were excited about seeing that that were making things happen. Okay. Because, again, Chad Bozeman wasn't Black Panther until motherfuckers mm-hmm. saw the movie and were like, oh, Black Panther. The little 10 minutes that he did in the movie before... Was just the intro, but if he went to the ho- to a children's hospital yeah. or children's anything dressed up as that, nobody would fucking know who he was. Okay, unless it was a kid who was like reading the comic books. But after the movie, that's a whole other fuck. That's a whole other story. But if she's over here complaining about who the studio is picking for critics, and she's over here also saying that Listen. I want my movie to be like this, like this, like that. Shouldn't she be working on getting in touch with the fans? All she said was, and I 100% agree with this, all she said was she would like to have more diversity. Oh, yeah, of course. She didn't say, don't nobody send no white dudes. She never said that. All she said was, I would like to see more diversity. Yeah. All the teeny weenies got upset about it and caused a big fuss about it. And they, don't, they not, don't really make a difference and it's re- And it's really just not that yeah. serious is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. It's just not that serious. Hey, I mean, I can step into somebody's universe for a second and, you know, look around. But I'm stepping out for a second. And I'll be honest, like, their opinion really doesn't matter. Because people are going to watch. Even the people who don't want to watch that are going to watch it. I don't ever. Because we need to know what's going to happen with Thanos and the Infinity War. Uh, first of all, <laughs> I don't ever listen to critics. If a critic's like, oh my god, this movie's so good, I won't watch that movie. That's actually my point. Like, I've never read a... But it's about... I've never read a review that Roger Ebert has ever done. I know who he is, and I know he's a critic, but I've never read a review. But it's not about... She just wants an array of different people who are interviewing her, an array of different people who are watching this movie to get different aspects of it. I get that. I'm not saying that she has Also, by the way, even if all the white men didn't go see this movie... uh, Studies have shown that women actually make up more of the population of ticket buyers. So yeah. pfft, the movie is still getting a good gate. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's still gonna it. be good. Even that's what I'm saying. Everybody's gonna watch it because <laughs> not for nothing, but there's a bigger yeah. there's a bigger problem we than Brie Larson. Dedicated is. fifteen years of our lives yeah. to know how this shit ends. Yeah. We can't have anyone mess it up. Let, I, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. You could be completely against Brie Larson, but she's in your life whether you like it or not if you're into these movies. So, so I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I'm not against her. I totally agree. There should definitely be more diversity in official press junkets. Totally agree with that. But I also agree that... You know, you have stardom. You're an Oscar award winning actress. But, I get it. I get it that... that the actors don't have anything to do with that. But they can still help out in some way. And I'm 
I will put money. As soon as that movie comes out, she will be all over the place. She'll be doing everything. It's gonna be a fucking thing. But you can't be a thing well, yeah, if nobody she, fucking knows who you are. Yeah, she, that's she just what it is. I'm like four or five more movies. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the minute uh, the movie comes out and everybody sees her in that costume and they're like, oh shit, that's Captain Marvel. Have you read the reviews? But listen There's to what I'm saying. They're like, good. oh shit, that's Captain Marvel. They're gonna know what that costume is. They're gonna know the chick in the costume. They're gonna know. But if she goes inside a costume now, they're not really gonna know. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So she didn't say anything wrong. She just had a fucking opinion. I'm not and saying. And Weenies got upset about but it. But we're just talking about her opinion, though. And I'm so just saying you I agree should, so with her opinion. So this is my opinion on her opinion. Well, that this is if good. If your opinion is that the official press junkies should be more diverse, I agree with you. But what I'm trying to say is that there's people out there in the world that you could just also go and get in touch with. It's I get it. You're busy. But, it, uh, you know, put a comment on somebody else's podcast. Put a comment on somebody's YouTube. You know, there's stars that, that look for where they're being talked about. And they'll put a random comment on there. Go on Reddit. Do you ask, ask me anything about Marvel movie? And you know, I'm look sure for the fans. I'm sure she will. I'm sure she will. I'm sure she will. Do it now. People already know you're Captain Marvel. The big fans already know you're here. I guess we're just going to agree to disagree. Yeah. And I guess we're just going to wait and see what happens. So apparently everybody's like excited about that cat though. What cat? The cat in the movie has a lot of buzz. No, okay. And a lot more buzz than her. So thank you guys. I, I don't I didn't Thank you guys so much for joining us. I know we've been talking your ear off, but what a what a week what it's a been. What a week it's been. First an actor, stages his own craziness, and, and Brie Larson apparently hates white comic book nerds. Uh, and next week and we'll tell cat, you about what's going on with the Kardashians. And, and the, the cat team. is super important in the movie, so be sure to check out the cat and Captain Marvel. <laughs> well, until next week, our little duckies, I'm Nikki Trends. If and you guys want to find me um, on Instagram, it's at Nikki Trends. And I'm Manio, so you can always find me at Got No Time For This on Instagram. And if you guys just want to see what we're up to, what we're talking about, or what we're doing, you can find us at Bubble Bath Stories on both Facebook and IG. So later, nerds. Bye, guys. <laughs>